Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good. I am just mopping the floor. Um, this is Monday, day one of my, you know, I'm going to have an easier week. Um, it's not something that I have been very good at over the years. And, and you know, like I do, it's funny, like I believe in it, but like I find, I just find easy weeks pretty tough because I think during an easy week you have to be like way more disciplined um than actually you do during like not an easy week um and that's kind of the point of today's podcast like you know I once um I once read an article about Bradley Wiggins and he said you know if the car's parked in the garage you don't fill it with fuel and and I suppose that's one of my annoying things about having an easy week. You know, I love eating. Um, <laughs> I love um, I love that when you're running 90, 100 miles a week or, you know, at the minute when I've been cycling and running and it just like I can come off the bike and I can sit and eat. If I wanted, I could have three scones, you know, like, because I just know that everything that I'm putting in, like all the carbs, all the food is a really good thing and I'm going to use it. And it's just like, you know, doing three round trips to Dublin in a week, you know, you'd, you'd be back at the, you'd be back at the garage a fair few times to refill the car full of fuel. And that's just the way running works. So the... The discipline that an easier week requires is often what puts people off having an easier week. Um, because, you know, if you're not, if you're running half the amount that you normally run, um, you know, you've, you, if you, if you eat the same as you ate the week before, you're probably going to end the week and you, you might only gain a kilo, but, or half a kilo. I don't know. It depends how much you eat. Um, but obviously runners, don't want to do that um but i actually find it's usually in full training that um i i would gain weight um and and i guess like what i'm trying to do in full training especially especially during like let's call it like base training phase or like you know if i'm just off a plane and i get the flag staff usually those first initial three to four weeks I would gain weight and the reason that kind of happens is because I'm I'm pretty I told you I love food um, but not only that I'm pretty careful when I'm base training that I don't under fuel and it's it's a good excuse to just be able to eat more um, but also I, I understand that the best the best way to get results is to build weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months and months of training. Now, if I, if you look at the potential reasons for not finishing a week's training, it can be injury, it can be illness, um, you know, it can be fatigue um, and, you know, fueling training like kind of fits, all of the above fits under fueling training um, if you're under fueled it increases injury risk it increases illness risk and etc etc so it's something that 
because I love food, um, I, I've never struggled with. You know, if someone says to me, especially when I trained, I, I learned a lot from training with um, Andy Vernon. And when I first started training with Andy Vernon and hanging around Andy Vernon, I was I was just blown away by how much food this guy ate. You know, like I never known someone to go to like an Italian restaurant, order, you know, a bowl of pasta and a pizza. And he'd be like, you know, should we just share a pizza as well? And I'd be like, Jesus, mate, like, you know, how much are you going to eat? And then that wouldn't even be like, that wouldn't even be what would surprise me. What would surprise me is when we would get home and we'd maybe be like, you know, we'd get back to university. This is during the university days. We'd get back to halls and we'd be in our halls and we'd be sitting maybe watching a movie or something like that. Fernan would be pouring himself a bowl of cereal and I'd be just looking at him going, is there something wrong with you? Like, do you have worms? And like, it was quite funny. Like, but, but at the end of the day, Vernon, you know, was one of the most consistent, um, you know, trainers I'd ever met. You know, this is a guy who, you know, didn't miss days, didn't miss sessions, didn't really ever struggle in sessions. And, and so, you know, I, I learned something from that. Like I learned, like, obviously you have to fuel. And fuel has to be seen as a good thing. Now, on an easy week, I see an easy week and, you know, it's a bit like tapering. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like I've got really good at tapering. Um, and, and a lot of the reason for that, I, okay, often I don't taper enough, but if I'm injured or when I am tapering, what I think I'm really good at is the discipline that surrounds it. And I'll tell you an example. I went this morning, I had a coffee, now I'm like cleaning the apartment because that's another thing that I think is really important in an easy week, um, but I'm going to get to that. I have my coffee, I walk the dog, and now I'm cleaning the apartment. I was about to have some breakfast, so I flicked on the grill, you know, I had ordered some, um, I guess, not really products, food from um katie kirk has a a coffee shop down in donagadee and they do scones they do sardo bread they do um coffee beans i ordered all different kinds of breads absolutely fantastic but anyway so i had um i think it's bridewell coffee if you want to look them up and um, i'm going to order some more this week you know it's also a really good time to support, you know, especially with Katie being an athlete and, you know, going to the Commonwealth Games in Northern Ireland. Um, I think it's a really good time to sort of get behind and also because it saves me getting certain things from the likes of Tesco where I have to line up outside for ages. Um, and I think it's also just healthier. It's far better, you know, this is homemade. Um, but anyway, flick the grill on. I was going to make some toast. I normally have some toast and then I smother it with butter because I love it um, and I decided I, I didn't decide you know my subconscious probably decided you know what why are you going to have two big slices of sardo toast caked in butter you know I, I don't know how many calories I'm sure someone could do the calculation but it would be a lot the amount of butter I throw on it big old slices of toast and I was like you're going to have that and all you're doing today is a seven mile run later on tonight um, so you're going to have two big slices of toast cake and butter right now and then at lunchtime you're probably going to have two slices of toast 
um, with your poached eggs, um, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I have poached eggs, I have bacon, um, absolutely delicious, but again, more bread, more toast. And so naturally, I decided to just have a little omelette. And I thought that was, you know, I thought fair play. <laughs> and so my discipline um, definitely goes up a notch on easier weeks and taper weeks. And, you know, that's what Bradley Wiggins is talking about. You don't need to fill the body full of carbohydrates and fuel when, you know, you're just about to have an easy week. So if you see this easy week as kind of like, see it as like a little MOT, you know, a little service, your service in the body. And in that regard, I'm going to drop the training in half. You know, these last couple of weeks, I've been running 60 to 70 mile a week. Um, you know, I'm only running once a day, so 60 to 70 mile a week, um, which is actually not a million miles off full training. It's probably like 60 to 70 percent of full training. Um, and basically, apart from that, I've been biking way more than normal. Um, so what's going to happen this week is I'm probably going to run about 50 miles um, I'll bike a little bit, but instead of biking for eight hours this week, I might just bike for three, three and a half. Um, and those, instead of doing bike sessions that I've kind of really been enjoying, um, you know, I'll probably, or races, you know, um, what I'll probably do and what I should do is just take it that little bit easier. Um, and so I'm not loading the quads this week. I'm also going to do a lot more yoga. I'm going to see it as a, as a week where I can really get back on top of the body stuff. So probably each day I'll foam roll a bit. I'll stretch a bit. Um, you know, I'll bring the S and C stuff back in on an easier week when, you know, chances are my body will be a little bit sort of better prepared to handle it rather, rather than, you know, if I'm doing a running session in the morning, a bike session in the evening, and then, you know, what am I going to do? some S&C after that, you know, God, my body's knackered. And then obviously the next day when I'm recovering from the heavy training the day before. But you definitely, definitely, definitely have to keep S&C in there because when I take when I take the strength and conditioning stuff out, that's when I tend to pick up problems. You know, I, I tend to just feel things hurting a little bit more than usual. Um, but the importance of this week is to get back on top of the body. Um, you know, at the end of this week, I want to be able to say, did you achieve what you needed to achieve that week? Um, and it's not it's not a week of celebration. It's not a week where, you know, you can eat all the shit of the day that maybe you thought to yourself you couldn't eat. Um, you know, during like when you when you weren't um, like having an easier week. And so you thought, you know, I've been really focused for three weeks. I've not been eating like this, or I've not been eating that. That's not really why I have easy weeks. You know, when I'm in full training, that's when I am eating all the stuff that I want to eat. That's when I am sort of like having, you know, more bread, more cakes, more buns, blah, blah, blah. All those little things that you love. Because at the end of the day, you're doing the training to burn like the calories or whatever that comes with all that sort of like all those extras um, and you know that's you're, you're just basically using them as fuel and you know that's the perfect time to you know crack on um, but easy week I sort of hopefully like I woke up this morning 
I weighed myself. I was 70 kilograms. Um, I don't like to go above 70 kilograms. You know, once I start going 71, 72, I, I am not delighted with that. So um, I want by the end of this week to either be still 70, but actually I'd love to be 69. Um, I think that would just be, I think I'd be really chuffed at the end of this week. If I got the, I weigh myself on Mondays. So if I get the next Monday and I've had the easier week, you know, I did half the volume, but I was really disciplined with my diet. And when I say disciplined with my diet, I don't mean not eating. I don't mean, um, you know, not eating anything all day and then having a big fat dinner um, and using up all my calories for like the dinner. I mean, like I just said, I'm going to have that little omelet in the mornings. And then I might have, you know, poached eggs on toast. But normally I've been having two slices, you know, heaps of bacon, blah, blah, blah. Maybe this week it'll just be one slice of toast. Um, um, maybe like only one piece of bacon instead of three or four. Or, you know, maybe two bits of bacon. But what, I, what I'm basically suggesting is it's just going to have to be a disciplined week. Um, I also, one of the big aims for this week is also to get the body back in a good place. So I want to get to the end of this week, and I, I want the yoga to be in a better place. You know, I'm, I'm not going to improve heaps in a week, but I want to make sure I've done, you know, yoga four to five times. And you can see what I mean by, you know, calling it almost like a little MOT, just a little service. Where's everything at? You know, I might start doing my yoga, and I might be like, Jesus, like, that's far tighter than I thought it was going to be. You know, I might jump on the foam roller and realize, oh, my goodness, that's absolutely exhausted. Um, so all the recovery stuff's going to stay in there. And um, each day I'll pick, you know, a part of the body to use the stim machine on. And um, I'll pick a part of the, the body to roll around on the ball. And, um, you know, I have like a I have like a it's called a hyper vice or hyper ice. I don't really know which one it is, but it's a little vibrating. I actually have the foam roller too, um, but it's in Flagstaff, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, this is just a little vibrating, like, tr like think of the trigger point balls that you can get, and it happens to vibrate. Now, I don't always, it sounds like I'm talking about a sex toy. I don't always use the vibrating function, Um but I think it adds a little bit of, the reason I don't is because it winds the dog up and then she winds me up because she's all active. Um, so usually I just roll around without it vibrating. Um, but it's really good for getting into like, you know, the hips and, and getting into, um, the back of the glutes and, and oh God, like I'm telling you, you, you get a trigger point around those glutes or hips. Sorry, I'm wiping the dust off the TV stand, which I don't think has ever been done because it's, absolutely disgusting um yeah so it, it it does a really good job so like i said it's not going to be in it's actually it's going to be an easier week training but i think training's the bloody easiest part see getting out the door and going for a run that's easy see coming home and having to stretch for 45 minutes after the run that's when it can be a nightmare um that's the boring stuff that's the monotony stuff and so recently I asked a question, or I answered a question maybe on Instagram. I did like an Instagram questionnaire, um, and one of the questions was what what separates, you know, the professionals from, let's say like, I think the, the, the question was club runners. Um, 
And and the first, well, my answer was lifestyle. Um, and, and what I mean by lifestyle is just all the shit that I'm going to do this week. You know, the eating better, the sleeping good. I want this to be my best week of sleep ever. Um, I want this week to be the week where I norm attack every day. I want this week to be the week where I use the stim machine every day. I want this to be the week where I stretch and do yoga every day. And that's that lifestyle. You know, that's, that's what separates because we all, club runners, professionals, um, the training hours aren't, the actual hours spent running aren't massively different. And, you know, there's a lot of club runners run 100 mile a week, which is more than I run. Uh, but there's just not a lot of club runners devoting the same amount of time outside of the training. You know, the training is a very small part of the day. And then the rest of the day is still super, super important. Um, you know, the rest of the day is when you're maximizing recovery. The rest of the day is when you're making sure your body sort of... Um, repairs fully, repairs properly, um, and, you know, the lifestyle. There's there's athletes that don't even train that much, you know, 60, 70 mile a week, uh, maybe. Hello? Sorry, guys, my battery said it was running low, and so I didn't know if it was going to keep recording. But, yeah, look, there's guys that don't even train that much, but their lifestyle would be would be absolutely dialed in. Um, you know, they'd be they'd be nailing their recovery stuff. Their nutrition is probably you know, if you're only running sixty to seventy mile a week and doing some cross training, but trying to let's be honest, professional runners and athletes are super lean and super ripped, all the rest of it. And so unfortunately what that means is you can't be greedy with your nutrition. You know, there's there's no athlete in the world that is super, super lean and ripped and cut and whatever way you want to call it, but not being super, super disciplined with their nutrition. It's just, it's a, you know, it's just a demand. The sport demands it. Um, most of the time, most runners are working very closely to almost a calorie deficit, um, you know, or you're right on the line of how many calories in versus how many calories out, you know, based on your exercise and your, you know, your, your daily guided amounts and all kind of stuff like this. But look, I, I don't want to bore you too much. Lifestyle is really important. Um, if you're having an easy week, it's even more important. Um, why am I doing all this with coronavirus and no races? Um, I just think it's really good practice. Um, races are going to exist again. Um, some people are going to do their first race after coronavirus and they're going to say to themselves, I got sloppy. They're going to say to themselves, I can't believe I wasn't as disciplined as I normally am. I can't believe I allowed myself to sort of like justify that that's the, that's kind of the work that I put in to preparing for a race. That's going to happen to a lot more people than you think. There's going to be a lot of guys are going to race and they're going to say to themselves after, oh, I thought I tried, but, you know, I didn't try as much as I normally do. I didn't put in the same hard work that I normally do. Maybe during coronavirus, a little bit soft. Um, 
But look, I'm going to go because that's two battery low reminders I've just got now. And it interrupts me and I end up thinking, oh shit, can I keep talking or can I not? So yeah, look, don't get soft. Um, practice, 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 practice your discipline now. Practice when it's a time that it's okay to make mistakes because there's not races on the calendar. But practice, practice, practice. Um, and, you know, when races do exist again, which they will, and they might exist far sooner than we think, you'll be good to go. Um, and you can thank me after. Okay, guys, take care. All the best. Love you all. Bye-bye.